When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Uh, Interesting series of shows we're doing right now about People's concerns about the 2021 Ravens. I've been really enjoying these discussions. Uh, tonight promises to be another really good one with Charles Bowie. How are you doing, Charles? I'm doing great, Ken. Thanks for having me on. Uh, always a pleasure. You were on once before to talk about it and uh, uh, talk about things this offseason. We love that conversation. I'm sure we're going to love this one as well. So why don't we get right into it? What's your big concern about the 2021 Ravens? Um, yeah, my biggest concern um, – particularly from the reports I read um, and after watching preseason game one is the left guard position. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, why, don't we, why don't we frame this up a little bit? And I, 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 you know, I might have come out with a, after the first game saying the tackle uh, position even concerns me more. But let's start with left guard because it's a big multi-way fight. Nobody's got it, I don't think, for sure. Uh, the guy who probably should have it is hurt, and everybody else is not doing all that great. So how, how do you see it? How do you see it being ranked right now? Uh yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, I'm really not sure where to go with it because um, Cleveland, uh, Ben Cleveland, even though I love the pick, um, I did um, think that uh, his past sets were something that could get him in trouble in the NFL. I mean, in college, he just, you know, he could he could have uh, pretty mediocre past sets, but he could still just win with brute, brute strength and mm-hmm. recover with brute strength. And. Um, from everything I'm hearing in camp is this, uh, they're getting on him about his past sets and how he needs to clean those up. Um, I think he, I think he is there, uh, in the run game. He provides the physicality. He can, he can pretty much be, uh, physical at the point of attack, but it's just those past sets that are, uh, seem to be a big problem for him at this point. Powers, you know, you pull for players, but, um, Powers 
after what I saw against the Saints, I just I don't I don't know, man. He's yes. Okay. Well, I just let's let's talk about each player as we go. I think that's the easier way to do it. So, uh, Ben Cleveland, I I I love the pick. When it happened, I was I was very excited that he ended up being the pick. I'm still hoping that they get a developmental tackle. And we got stung a little bit on the previous pick, being the guy from Northern Iowa that that I really liked, uh, Spencer. Um. Brown. Spencer Brown? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, and then and then they come back and they take Cleveland with the next pick. And okay, okay, I'm excited about that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, Cleveland, a guy, a, a monster at Georgia. I, I did like things I saw in pass protection from him there in particular. Moving from center to the outside, I think he does a really good job processing. And that's something you don't always get. So it's, it's like... I know I got this guy covered in my double team with the center. How do I contribute next? Is it going to be blitz? Is it going to be stunt? Is it going to be helping the right tackle? And I think he, it, 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 that was at Georgia, but uh, it, here it will be the left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he does some of that stuff very well. So I'm excited about what he might bring. Just the, the, the notion that already has been out with a concussion is a very bad thing to have happen in your rookie year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, especially um, as an offensive lineman where you're going to be yeah. um, butting heads a lot, probably. Yeah. Is, yeah. is there anything about his athleticism that makes you think he can't really do the job? Um, as, far as, a, as far as a run blocker, I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a, as a pass blocker, I would like to see – um, his feet uh, set a little bit better. Okay. Um, but I do think he, he has the athleticism. I think that's what helped him at Georgia. Um, he has the athleticism to recover, even though his feet are not always great. Okay. And of well, course, he had, and of course he has the sheer strength to <laughs> yeah. just, just win. So, I mean, he's got he's really remarkably quick for an offensive lineman. He's got 505 or 503, something in the 40. But all the splits down to 10 yards were all significantly quicker than what we have with Bozeman. Bozeman, obviously, a lot of recovery, a lot of hustle, pretty good processing speed. But if you had to pick what was really wrong with Bozeman, it's that lateral movement getting back into position to, to cover for stunts and blitzes mm-hmm. when that gap gets exposed by what the opponent's really trying to do. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go on to your next player. Yeah, um, Powers. Um, from the preseason game and just based on um, just reports of uh, the offensive line coach really um, dogging him and being on his back. <laughs> um, and just from that preseason game, he really got taken to the woodshed in that game. Mm-hmm. Um and one of one of the guys that took him to the woodshed, I do believe, um, was a guy who I didn't think is known for power, and that's Marcus Davenport. Um, and uh, I saw Davenport just drive him back into uh, McSorley, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's that's pretty that's pretty rough." So you think of Davenport as being maybe more of a speed rusher than a, than a power guy. Yeah, I mean, at least at least when he was drafted out yeah. of, uh, what was it, UTSA? I think it was UTSA. ET, ETSU. Uh, I can't remember. East where Texas? Was, I, I, I cannot remember where okay. he was drafted from, but when the Saints... Um, when Saints they, moved I, up to draft him, that's right. they moved up to draft him, um, uh, it was all about, you know, all the reports seem to be he's a speed rusher. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, he's only, I think he's only right 265, 270. I mean, that's, that's good size for a defensive yeah. end, I guess. But Yeah, and yeah. He, just, he just really uh, had his way with powers. Um, you, you know, in 2018, uh, the Ravens played the Saints, so I had a guy on for Know Your Foe, and uh, it, it had been – so Davenport had been drafted at the beginning of that year, mm-hmm. and so, of course, had Lamar Jackson and the, the Ravens' great 2018 class. And, and we were kind of bemoaning together what had gone on in that 14-16 to 16 slot where the Ravens were drafting. And, of course, the, the, I thought that New Orleans was jumping up to, to draft the guy I really wanted was Derwin James. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he didn't take him. And then at number 15, uh, I forget, it, was, it was, wasn't the linebacker who got drafted because he was still available when we picked two. I'm forgetting who got drafted at number 15. And then the Ravens had the chance at number 16 to take James and they, they traded it down and, and ended up getting Hayden Hurst and some other change they used to move around in that draft. But, but the, the Saints guy said, I was really upset also because I wanted the, the, the Saints to be moving up to take Lamar Jackson 14. That's mm-hmm. the guy I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was interesting because, it, 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 you know, in, this is in 2018. This is before we knew who Jackson was as a player. Um, you know, he was really excited about the prospect of, of getting him. And, and uh, yeah, is it, I, I think he was a lot more astute on the draft, though. I, I, I would blame a lot of what has happened to James on injury. Uh, Jackson would have been a great pick at number 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think with uh, with the way Lamar has played, um, if we were picking, you know, at 14, first, <laughs> yeah, or if we were picking first, we'd be yeah. we'd be pretty happy yeah. with that pick. Yeah. All right. So Powers had a difficult game. It, it does it does it make you feel at all better that some of that was at right tackle as opposed to at left guard or at guard exclusively? Let's say. Um, what what yeah. So um, the the. The couple of snaps that I saw him at left guard were pretty concerning mm-hmm. for me. Um, um, and then uh, I did see him at right tackle, and I was like, I don't know if he has that kind of flexibility to be even B. Yeah. And I, I just knew at that point we're just trying to make it out of this game with um, something up there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm – but, but I, don't, I don't know if Powers has – uh, functional play strength mm-hmm. uh, for the interior, and that's maybe why he gets thrown around a lot. I see him get thrown around quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a fair complaint. The one way in which he really differs from a lot of the other Ravens interior guys is that he has good length. Now, Cleveland does too. Cleveland has mm-hmm. excellent length. But Powers is the only, like, mid-range length guy. The Ravens otherwise have a bunch of Tyrannosauruses on the inside and really have for a number of years because Marshall Yondo was pretty short there too and got yeah. away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but with uh, Cologne and um, Bozeman, and McCary, they have three very short arm players that they're all depending on potentially to play inside. Hopefully not at the same time, but potentially <laughs> all, you know, two of them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's number three. The, the number three. Um, so the third guy here um, is Phillips, who, for whatever reason, earlier this week, uh, I said that he might be uh, someone that uh, should be strongly considered for that spot, and I don't. I, I just pulled it out of my, you know, just pulled it out of my hat that I didn't have any uh, data that would suggest that he 
uh, should be that. But um, it's it's something I would I guess uh, like to see. I think he had maybe a few snaps in the preseason game prior, the last preseason game. I'm not for sure, mm-hmm. um, but. It wasn't. I'll just say it this way: it wasn't. It wasn't notice, noticeable for me. Yeah, he, um, he didn't. He did not play well in this game at at left guard. No doubt about that. He not, honestly didn't play well at any position yeah. in in this game. I, I I think there's two things going on with Phillips this year. The first is the Ravens are so desperate for an offensive tackle. I think the most important thing they can determine during the rest of this preseason is if they can use Phillips at left. Ta- sorry, at right tackle effectively, because the Ravens have the good fortune and the money spent to have both Ronnie Stanley and Villanueva, who have played a lot of left tackles certifiably in their past. So if they lost one of them, they'd have to make two switches, but it would be Phillips at right tackle. It would be the real question mark in that yeah. group. And so if they're, if they're not going to make a move, let's find out in these next two preseason games if Phillips in an extended trial can really do well enough to play at right tackle and and hold his own. I, I just I think that's it's the most important thing that they figure out. And Honestly, he's not close enough to the other guards in terms of what he does to mm-hmm. be the guy I want up next badly enough to not figure out whether he's the right tackle. Yeah. And that and that, and that was that that was my biggest concern with well if we play Phillips there then who is the uh swing tackle? Mm-hmm. And um you know without that we're <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When we'd be in a lot of trouble. I, I think the Ravens have other guys I think they would consider at right guard, but the interesting thing there is that Phillips is a better match for the right guard position than the left guard position on the Ravens. That's because the Ravens pull a right-handed run team like most teams, mm-hmm. but they pull mostly from left to right. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly going to be true with Stanley back. They're going to want to do it even more, whether they're countering or pulling a single player with from left guard. So the, so the idea is your right guard, the best characteristics you can have are good strength, which Phillips has, and good length, which Phillips has in spades. He's you know, 35-inch arms. That, that really allows him to torque that uh, uh, defensive tackle in a way that most right guards are not able to do so. Most right guards can't dictate the first contact against a really wily defensive tackle anyway, the way a Phillips can with that arm length. So I like him for opening up the front gate a lot mm-hmm. more than I like him for being the guy on the move. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that, that I think that makes plenty, plenty of sense, especially with um, the way we do things. So, um, so that so that leaves one other player um, who, again, I don't have, we don't have a lot of intel on, and that's Ben Bredesen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, I have no clue <laughs> uh, what he's looking like in camp. I, I never hear. Um, anyone say anything about him? Um, I did see uh, that he played some snaps late in the first preseason game, but other than that, I'm not. I don't know. He 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 was buried on the depth chart. I will say early in the preseason. I think the idea that he was going to even make the roster, I just couldn't see it because he was really coming out with the threes. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, the Ravens all obviously had, they had Stanley not playing. They had other guys who had been rotationally hurt and missing some days uh, during camp with Bozeman missing a day here and Villanueva having some vet days and other things going on. 
Um, it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. But in this last game, basically everyone took a step back, and he mostly stayed out of trouble, which I think is probably going to be the kind of game that could really help his roster position. And sure enough, in camp this week, he was already up with twos uh, for most of the the time on the 11. So right there, that tells you he's he, you know he's improved his standing and he maybe has a chance. Um, I I don't I don't know if he's the next guy on the list because I think we got to put McCary in there. Yeah. That's, that's, I, yeah, I was yeah. McCary, um, and that that was uh, one of the things I was thinking about. Like McCary, I'm not for sure. I know I know he has position flexibility and he can yeah. move across the line. Um, but then my biggest question there would be, um, and I know it's and some fans would be like, no, don't do that ever again. But um, if you're going to use McCary on the interior, why not just move him back to center and Bozeman back to guard and just uh, go with that um, setup? Well, it's, it's you know, I, I don't think there's a 0% chance of that. But the problem is that I think they probably like Cologne a little better at this point. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've, he might have been Cologne all along the way, by the way. That might have been the way he signed every paper in school. But <laughs> but Cologne Castillo on his uniform last year, and he shortened it this year to Cologne. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're at a, we're at an easier position. But I think they like him a little better based on where he is in the depth chart right now, where he's entering games. So this is a big thing to look at is in preseason game is point of entry. And Cologne was the first center to swap into the game. And he was also the first guard to swap into the game uh, after that. So it's, that's, a, that's interesting in terms of where they believe he is. Now, McCary started the game and he moved all around and played a bunch of different positions, including disastrously left tackle. But, uh, <laughs> but Cologne was the, was the first guy in um, at center and at guard. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they would ever really consider McCary at center and Bozeman at guard again, I think it would probably take an, an extended injury to Cleveland for them not mm-hmm. to give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe what do you think about that, given that all the reports are that Cleveland is Harbaugh's guy? And from Deco- when DaCosta says it, I really believe it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but do you think there's a chance that Cleveland gets the same treatment Orlando Brown did as a third-round pick, and they say, well, no, we've got James Hurst. Why would we put you in there right away? Uh, do you think there's a chance that they'd make him wait to, to get his shot? Um, and thinking about, you know, Hurst, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think given the situation, um, I think given the situation, Cleveland is not going to if, – if he has to wait, it's not going to be very long. Mm-hmm. So it was eight games with Orlando Brown, and that seemed like a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hurst, he was being helped out by Marshall Yanda. He, he, he mm-hmm. really did pretty well during that time. But then they finally made the move that I, I, I was sure they were going to start the season with, with Orlando with Brown on right tackle, and mm-hmm. they, they, they finally got it done. Yeah. I, I just think the thing with Hurst, uh, even the, even though you know we would have liked to have seen him a little better, um, I don't think he uh, gets dominated. Um, I don't. Well, well, he did. He didn't get dominated <laughs> some, but um, having guys dominate the interior and cla- collapse the interior is just. Um, it's a little bit of different kind of pressure than uh, the edges. And, you know, 
I want to root for Powers, but I just, I just right now I don't have a lot of confidence with him as the starting left guard. So All with right. with that, I think it's going to be Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to move up that pretty fast. All right. I, now I just went through an exercise here, and I don't know if you want to try and do the same thing, but I, I give a percentage chance to each guy the, of the four guys that I think are really in competition uh, to, to be the starter on opening day. Uh, maybe maybe you want to do this or maybe you don't, but I'll, I'll, I'll give okay. you mine anyway to start with. I, I put Cleveland at 50%, and I think most of his – the chance of him not getting it is the chance of him still being injured to the point where they can't really get a read on him, can't can't decide that he's ready for sure. And mm-hmm. I, th- I still think, yeah, obviously, he gets a chance at some point this year. I'd say Phillips 25, McCary 15, and Powers 10 at this point. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my dog. No, that, that's fine. That's fine. Dogs in the background are normal on this show. Okay. <laughs> but, but, um, but tell me, how would you change that? You know, we... we I, I think I would probably uh, go with Cleveland a little, probably a little higher. I'd probably go with him at 60%. Okay. Um, and, and then who are you taking it away from? Um, I would go with Cleveland at 60% and then Phillips at um, 15 mm-hmm. at 75 And then go with uh, Macari. At another 15, mm-hmm. that'll be at 90, and then Powers at 10. Okay, so you, you basically gave 10 points from Phyllis to Cleveland. That sounds good yeah. to me, buddy. Yeah. I'd be happy if it worked out that way, certainly, in terms <laughs> of, of who's going on. Charles, real pleasure having you on. We, we really appreciate you coming on the show. You're welcome anytime. Uh, this kind of focused topic I want to be doing more of during the season. And uh, other folks out there, if you're listening to Charles and you want to do a chance of this, give me a focused topic within Twitter, and I'll, I'll be sure to get back to you. Charles, tell folks where they can talk football with you online. You can talk football with me on uh, Twitter at RavensBlitz55 um, and on YouTube uh, with the same handle um, and uh, Blitzbacker55 on YouTube as well. Okay, so you, on, on YouTube, do you usually comment on other people's videos or do you, do you have some videos you're posting yourself? Well, no, right now I'm normally commenting on, on other people. You know, uh, I comment on Coach uh, Sip Catali Films, Glenn mm-hmm. and uh, James on 410 Sports Talk. Um, I'm, I comment on all, on all of those. So, um, and then we hang out in the chat and talk and all that kind of stuff. So, Very cool. Okay, Charles, we appreciate you making time for us tonight, buddy. Ken, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be on. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.